Hi, this is Mish Hancock, and you are listening to Mishmash, a place where I get to talk to the weird, wacky, wonderful people of this world, people I adore and want to know more about. Today, my guest is Ted Gottlieb. Ted is the founder of the Senior Learning Institute, which is an amazing and free resource for senior advisory services and move management. Ted, you have to be busy these days. There's a, there's a lot of seniors out there. There's a lot going on, but before we get to that, which am I, the weird, the wacky, the wonderful, which, which W? Oh, you're, you're all three, sir. No. <laughs> but I always tell people, but it's good. It's good weird. It's good wacky. Not like, oh, Ted's so weird. It's not that kind of weird. Yeah, only my kids think I'm weird. Weird. Well, so, that's what kids yeah. do. Yeah, and this is so weird because I'm on the other, the opposite side of the microphone. So it's normally I'm the one asking the question. So it's like, oh. That's right. I mean, you can ask me a question if you wish. I, I, I will allow that. But this yeah, is all I, about you today. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yes, seniors are keeping me busy. You know, it, it was weird. I've uh, been working with seniors, uh, focusing my, my real estate business and my advising services for probably almost 10 years now. And... Uh, it, it was a slow process growing it, uh, getting known and, and earning uh, the street cred. And then it was busy for the longest time. The pandemic hit and I was good last year. And then the beginning of this year was like, where'd they go? Um, <laughs> so it's like, it's like you get that pipeline filled. And uh, last year, the pipeline wasn't getting filled because everybody was wanting to stay home. I mean, people want to stay home. Uh, meaning stay in their homes. Uh, they want to stay there forever anyway. And then you add the pandemic to it. So my pipeline kind of dried up and the beginning of the year started and it was like, okay, where is everybody? And then about a month ago or so, it just hit. And, you know, I've got seven or eight folks that I'm working now, whether it be the seniors or the kids or a combination of both. And uh, it's been kind of crazy, which is great. That is good. But yeah, the pandemic has Definitely. I mean, there's so many things we didn't see coming that just, you know, we were all just like, okay, what now? What now? What's happening now? I mean, that's what it feels like, right? Yeah, absolutely. And I, what's now and what's next, right? Exactly. So the seniors, I mean, first of all, I want everybody to know that Ted's heart is in this, which is something that I love, that your, your heart is really in this. You're passionate about helping seniors. And there's a lot more to consider if, you know, with finding a place for them. You, you've got health concerns and other concerns that have to come into play. So you've surrounded yourself with all these amazing services and resources for these seniors. Yeah, I've, I, I've assembled over the years a great uh, group of um, like-minded individuals that provide services for seniors, um, you name it, from financial planning to care management to estate and elder law to in-home care. And I've got all these resources that have been vetted throughout the years. Uh, but the interesting thing about what I do is, I mean, I earn my living selling real estate. So if there's a property to sell when someone is finished with living at home, aging in place at home or transitioning, then, you know, I, I get to earn my keep. Otherwise, I'm going out and I have my senior advisor hat on. I'm a certified senior advisor and I sit and I consult with the older adults um, it could be a couple. It could be the last of the two that are there or someone who's never been married and has nobody there to assist. And it's also the kids. And I consult and I refer and, and I do that and I don't take referral fees. I, you know, I don't charge for my time. 
my goal is to actually go out and help and add value and and everything else takes care of itself so it's been it's been really interesting and really fulfilling work and uh, i have a great time doing it and the stories that i have are 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 long in regard to the experiences that I've gotten and and uh, I almost feel guilty eventually earning a living doing what I do because I get so much satisfaction just um, having the relationships and the, the one thing I didn't count on is especially when you deal with older older adults I'm talking about in their 80s and 90s is that is that we lose these people over a period of time and I, I wasn't banking on that because I got into it to help an older friend of mine and um, yeah he eventually passed away but you know sometimes you know I, I'm with people uh, one day and, you know, a couple of weeks later, they're gone. And it's like, wow, it wasn't expecting that. Didn't think about that. That's the tough part. That would be the tough part, right? Because you have these great relationships that you're making with these people, but you're so helping them and, you know, give, provide us with some, some insight and advice to, you know, those that, those seniors that are looking to make a move or the kids that are helping their mom and dad move. I mean, give us some insight on maybe some things we need to know. Sure. Well, first I would, uh, I would say, let's focus on those who don't want to move because, you know, I, I used to go out and market myself as the, as the real estate agent that helps people stay in their homes longer. And people would look at me like, why would you do that? There's nothing in it. For <laughs> yeah, you're right. There's nothing in it for me. But 90% of people don't want to leave their homes. So if you right. don't want to leave your home and you could be there safely, then let's help you do that. So the first focus is, can you can you be in your home on your own? And that's not something that I typically make. I mean, I don't make that determination. We talk right. through things and I bring other professionals in. But if you can stay put, but you need help with aging in place strategies and some design work and grab bars and, and medical um, alert systems and things like that and chair lifts, then yeah, I've got people for that and we'll help you do that. And then we'll bring in home care if that's something that's doable until it's no longer affordable or no longer makes sense. You need more care that you can get in your home. So let's stay put if that makes sense. There's also the social aspect of that is, yeah, a lot of people say they're independent and they're living in their own homes, but are they really independent? they're tied to their homes they don't leave their homes they're not eating well they don't get socialization the relationships that they need to thrive so uh, i look at all of that and then if we get to the point where someone says okay the house is too much um i don't need this much space i can't keep up with the home because oftentimes that's what happens is that they lose sight of what's going on in the home and outside the home the home starts to degrade in regard to um its physical aspects as well and and we worry about how that might impact um livability and how that might impact the saleability of the home so so there's that part of the equation as well so if they're wanting to leave we have to figure out where they want to go uh, I had a conversation with uh, a young lady at she's 84. I had to ask her her age because she was just as vital as possible and in control. And she has three daughters. Wow. She's decided that she no longer needs to be in the house where she raised the family with her husband. And the girls now live out in the West Coast. And I had a meeting with her uh, mom and I was competing with a couple of other people. I ended up getting the listing, which was kind of surprising because I was going up against some really good agents I found out at the tail end, didn't know who they were until I found out that I got it. Um, but, you know, I consulted with her. Then we got on a Zoom call with the girls and we had a great conversation there. And we, we talked about everything from, you know, when should we move? Okay, so that's the big decision. 
Mom said, there's this apartment that I wanted. It's no longer available because I wasn't ready. Um, I don't know when I want to move. I said, well, what's holding you here? And she said, well, it's the stuff and dealing with all the stuff. And I said, well, I can deal with all the yes. stuff because I provide this turnkey solution. And oh, by the way, I don't charge you for coordinating those things and using my resources. Yeah, if there's a fee to have an estate sale, then you'll pay the estate sale person. And if there's a, a fee to clean out what's left, then yes, there's that. But I don't mark that up. I don't get paid for it, but I coordinate it. I said, what else is holding you back? And she virtually ended up saying really nothing, making sure that the apartment's available. So she made sure the apartment's available. She called me back and she goes, okay, I'm moving at the uh, the first or second week of July. And, you, you know, I need you to take over from there. And part of my discussion was with her and I, I looked her straight in the eye and we're, we're having a great discussion. And I said, sometimes you just got to say F it. And she looked at me and she goes, I would never say F it. And I said, well, you know what? You're right. I don't, I don't say F it either. But I said, I mean, you want to be with the girls. You realize this is getting to be too much. I said, just get out of Dodge and I'll take care of everything else. And she goes, you know what? F it. I'm going. And she and she's packing up and leaving. So that? tell me this. It's because my parents just recently moved from a three-story Victorian with a full basement. And my mom is a decorator. So a lot of stuff. It right. was it was like moving heaven and earth to get all of that stuff somewhere else. Right. And, you know, like it feels like estate sales are not as easy they, as they used to be. Like I felt like every estate sale person I talked to wanted you to have a Van Gogh and, you know, things like that to sell. Um, and then, you know, even just like putting it up on Craigslist, it was so hard to get rid of everything. It was much more difficult than I thought. Do you have any insight in it? Like, what do you do to help these people get that stuff out of it? Because it's years and years of stuff. Yeah, it's it's amazing. Uh, first of all, it's what do you do? What stuff's going with you? So if you're going and transitioning from a three-story Victorian to a ranch home, um, then there's only so much that's going to fit. So we figure out based on the on the floor plan of the house what will fit, what has to go, what has so much meaning to you. And then normally mom or dad wants the kids to have stuff. Now, the, the secret is, is that nine times out of 10, the kids don't want your stuff. Now, out of respect for you, they'll take things that they'll keep down in the basement, very rarely use. Uh, but there are some special things like there are a couple things that have my name on it. There are a couple things that have my brother's name on it that we want that have meaning that we're going to keep. The rest of it's going to go. And it's heartbreaking because no one wants the china. No one wants the dining room set. Um, so the rule is figure out what's going to go with you, figure out what the kids are going to take, and then what do you do with the rest of the stuff? And that just happened in a house in Clayton. It was a, almost a 4,000 square foot house in Clayton. Mom and dad went to a senior living community. The boys came in town. The boys took a truckload of stuff home. And then there was so much stuff still in this house that we said, okay, is there enough for an estate sale? Not really. But what other options are there? And someone introduced me to this gentleman who does nothing but haul stuff away. Now, he bases how much he charges you based upon what good stuff is still remaining because he still sells the good stuff. And then he discounts the fee to take out the rest of the stuff. And by the time he was done, he took out, I think, seven or eight 16 foot box trucks worth of stuff. 
I mean, you wouldn't, oh, believe, you wouldn't believe what he took out of this house. It took him four days to do it. And I have no idea what it ended up costing because I don't get involved in that part of it typically. But the house was now completely cleaned out within four days. The new buyer looked at it. Everything looks fine. We had to get rid of a washer and dryer and a couple of things that the mover didn't originally take. And the house is cleaned out. Done. So there are services that do that. There are also services that, let's say there is an estate sale, because there are plenty of estate sale companies that are not looking for the Van Gogh. By the way, that other house had two Picassos. Okay, that I saw. <laughs> right? But the um, uh, there are estate sale companies that have this model, and their model, and don't hold me to the the number, but typically it's in the two thousand dollar range. They want to be able to pocket two thousand dollars or so um, in order for it to be worth their time. They spend a tremendous amount of time sorting through things. I mean, four or five days sorting things, taking pictures. They have lots of people that come in and follow them. So they, they're doing a lot of work. And I think if they can get their $2,000 worth, it's probably money well spent. But uh, once they're done with the estate sale, then there are companies that come in behind it that will clean everything out, but um, also donate a lot. So they whatever's donatable, they'll donate. Whatever has to be discarded, they'll discard. And then if there's something that's donated, then you might have some tax benefits from that. And they'll give you some documentation that shows that. So there are people out there. You just got to know the right people. Um, and that just comes with doing it over a prolonged period of time. So next time, call me. And that, yeah. So hence, Ted is the guy to call, right? Because I wish, I really wish I would have called you. But And this was during the pandemic too, which had its own you know, like Goodwill wasn't taking any furniture. I mean, it was like, wow, you know, but, um, but it is a thing. And, and, you know, I gone are the days where you wanted mom and dad's, you know, dining room table, you've already got your own dining room table. And, you know, we, we, we just, we just, we buy stuff. I mean, oh, we need this. I go buy it. You know, it's, it's, um, yeah, it's like an Ikea attitude right now too. I mean, the high end stuff, No one really appreciates. We had a really old piece of furniture. We ended up painting it a different color because it, I mean, it's three generations old. It wasn't antique, antique, but it was nice furniture. But we have different tastes today. We don't entertain the way that we used to. So there's no need for the china. Uh, There's need for the silver because people love the silver because they, a lot of times they'll end up melting it down. Okay. So they'll sell it for scrap. I have someone, this one of my listings right now, she was offered, um, First offered thirty two hundred, and then she was offered forty four hundred dollars for her sterling. I'll be darn! Wow, cool. So there's money in metal, right? Yeah, right, right. Yeah, I, I can't imagine. I think. I mean, I really do applaud you for being an amazing resource because you know even the aging in place. I mean, the chair lifts and stair lifts and everything that you need in order to stay in your home. Which I get. I can totally. I totally understand when you stay in your home before going to an assisted living. But how do you help people if they are aging in place and they do need more socialization? Are there any, is there anyone that can call? I mean, if it's other than family. It's hard, meaning it depends upon where they are uh, in the spectrum. You know, are they able to drive? Do they still have church groups and card groups and all those things? Those folks are very, very self-sufficient. It's the it's the more, uh, I guess, frail uh, individual that's sitting at home, maybe getting meals on wheels or maybe, you know, getting a chicken at Deerberg's and eating it over four days. 
Uh, I've seen that and will you know, try to get out from time to time, but no longer is driving or should be driving. That's where you start to get concerned. I mean, what happens if they fall? Who's checking in on them? Right. Uh, well, it's, it's very, very challenging. And sometimes you have to have the conversation of, is this the best place for you? Exactly. And are you getting the most out of life this way? Uh, because oftentimes it's very, very scary being on your own. And again, there's uh, there's studies that show that there's uh, cognitive declines and a variety of other different things that you have to deal with uh, because of loneliness. Uh, and if they're a social person, it's even it's even worse. So, I mean, I've had an, an occupational therapist just recently introduced me to somebody and she goes and she helps this this woman uh, with some OT uh, in the house and was helping her bathe and do all sorts of things. And this, this, um, this woman could barely stand, could barely move with a, a walker or a rollator. And you know, she finally got the message that this is not the best place to be. It's too much house. She needs more support. So then you have to have a conversation about where's the best place to go. And then I've got resources for that. And they're free resources to help you find the right community. And then we have to also figure out during that whole process, how are we going to fund it? Okay, so I bring in and I ask the question, do you have a, a state or elder law attorney that you're working with? Do you have a financial advisor that you're working with? If yes, then let's get together and talk. If no, let's get you in front of those people so you can get your ducks in a row. And oh, by the way, how do you know where you can go if you don't know how much you can afford? So therefore, for instance, we talked about what the value of the house is. You know, we'll look and see. Right. And give them some ideas so that they can better plan. So if they know that they have a $400,000 house and the house, um, and she owes nothing on it, and she's got $400,000 and she's 93 years old and she's worried about whether she can afford care for the rest of her life, the odds are very good that she can if she were to go to an independent or assisted living community. Uh, so we, we go through that whole process so that they can be better informed. And then we talk about the three ways to sell the house because there's three different ways to sell the house. And a lot of it has to do with the need for the money, because most older adults need the money for their care, they want it for their legacy. So how do we not leave any money on the table by selling it prematurely or selling it to someone who wants to buy it for a whole lot less than it's truly worth? So I act as an advocate there and a conduit there to make sure that we maximize how much they get for the house when the time comes. That's awesome. And Ted, thank you. That's a just amazing service. Well, it is. You know what? Again, I'm, it's a guilty pleasure because I sleep well, but I know that we're helping and we're advocating and, you know, we're getting involved in doing what we can and what's right for that particular individual. And that's really where the focus is. And all the folks that I surround myself have that same mentality. And that's one of the wonderful things about St. Louis in general. When you start to talk to people that serve as seniors, uh, an exception or two are out there, I'm sure, but everybody's in it together. It's a team sport, and we're all there trying to make sure that that person's taken care of. And it's uh, it's it's really a beautiful thing. Uh, it's amazing. Yeah. You can have all these competitors in the room from all these assisted living communities and independent living communities and home care providers and attorneys. And boy, everybody really works well together so that the individual uh, can be serviced properly. And it's 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 really unique. And I don't know that it happens everywhere in the, in the country. So we should be proud as a community with the professionals that we have here. Well, we're giving place. That's one thing that I love about St. Louis is our philanthropy is amazing. We give, give, give. We got we got good hearts over here. Yay us, right? It's amazing. You know, I've got a I've got a daughter that um is, is out of out of uh, state for school and she's down south and then she has a friend in new york and she went to she flew into newark and now she's in new jersey and she's like 
man, they, the attitude's a little different there. I said, yeah. different. <laughs> I'm walking here. So, uh, so I, I, uh, I told her, yeah, I kind of grew up in that environment uh, in Philly, but, and it took me a while to adjust to the Midwest, but boy, I've, I've been here for 30 plus years. And, um, yeah, I don't know that I could go back at this point. You're one of us now. So uh, tell people where they can find you. Where can they find you? Wow. Well, the best way, if if they're on the internet, uh, trustinted.com is the main website. And there's also the seniorlearninginstitute.com. And those are the two key ones. And then I have some other ones as well, but seniorlearninginstitute.com. And that's got all sorts of free information. It's got videos and podcasts and links to all sorts of great resources. And then they can always call me at any time, 314-956-9477. That's my mobile number. Awesome. Thank you, sir. So now I have some fun questions for you. Ready? Okay. I'm strapped in. Go. I stalked you a little bit on Facebook and you had a statue of a painter. And you were asking me, where am I? So where were you? Where is the statue of this painter? Oh, that statue of the painter actually was Blueberg Park in Ellisville. I was doing a senior seminar there. And when you walk into the recreation center in Blueberg Park, that was there. And I found it to be quite unique. So I snapped a picture of it to see if anybody knew where it was. And it was awesome. I never seen it before. I'm like, well, where is he? I don't know where this is. Where, do, where is this statue? So yes, thank you for getting us more acquainted with what we have here in the St. Louis area. Like you've heard of where, Where's Waldo, right? So yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so All right. I'll just pull something like that out of my ear. Well, something else you posted that I thought was interesting had something to do around the three state stooges. Can you expand uh, on that? Well, I, being a, a Philly kid, uh, I grew up watching the three stooges uh, from a, a very young age, and a neighbor of mine actually knew Larry Fine, Larry from the three stooges. Didn't get a chance to meet him, but um, I was always a big fan. And eventually, as a teenager and young a teenager, I started writing to them. And I've got a really cool autograph picture of Mo. I've got a really long letter written from Larry. And it's just that just I mean, the Three Stooges just kind of sums up my my mentality and personality. I mean, that's <laughs> that just says it all. I just thought it was so cool. I was like, oh my gosh, this is so fun. You were very fun to stalk. Let me just put it that way. <laughs> uh, good. I, not, not a lot of women stalk me, so I'm, I, feel, I feel honored. <laughs> so one of the questions I ask everyone, because we're all about, you know, prioritizing kindness, which is what you are doing. You prioritize kindness through what the services that you provide and, you know, the amazing amount of resources you have for these seniors. Have you recently witnessed or given or received any kindness? What's top of mind? Well, the one thing that comes to mind, so Father's Day was the other day, and, and I, I've got three kids, and uh, the, two of them are out of town, and I had breakfast with my son. One daughter uh, was out of town, out of town, and, and the other one put something on Facebook, and it said something about, my favorite human is what she called me. And that was like, okay, that did it. <laughs> Happy Father's Day to me. <laughs> that, was, that was nice. So that, that was probably it. I love it. Yay. Yeah. Yay, for, yay for awesome fathers. Thank and you for being one of those too. 
I always see all your posts. It just, you can tell you are absolutely head over heels in love with your kids. Love my kids. You know, I was fortunate enough. Uh, my wife traveled a lot when the kids were little, little, and uh, I mean, out of town and I got to be there. I was, I was the wet nurse after 5 PM. Okay. And, <laughs> and it was just a wonderful time, you know, back then when you're going through it, you're like, Oh, can't wait for this day to be over. But it was, all, <laughs> it was always enjoyable and it, it created a, a bond that um, you can't take away from me. Whether the kids appreciate it as much, I don't know. But uh, it's something that I really enjoyed. I'm, I'm thrilled that I was as involved as I was. Love it. And Ted, thank, I mean, thank you for being a guest today. Thank you for all the things you are doing um, it's, it's just an honor. It's just wonderful to have, to know there's somebody out there that cares that much that goes above and beyond like, okay, let's put your house up for sale. Let's help you buy. It's like above and beyond. And it's very appreciated. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. I appreciate the time as well. And, and thanks for all you're doing. And, um, I'm looking forward to, uh, more conversations with you in the future for sure. All right, sir. And everyone out there, you've been listening to Mishmash Podcast. Be sure to find us wherever you can find your favorite podcast. And uh, Ted has been an awesome guest. We've had many other awesome guests. And you guys have awesome days. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>